Hello, hello, and welcome to a new show on the Two You Network. We call it call it a network. Well, it's now. <laughs> um, we're calling this the Two You Mystery Tours, and I am Alex, and I'm Niku, and we. This is going to be a series where we 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 in we explore the mysteries of you know unsolved crimes mm-hmm. yeah. and things along that elk, and it's mainly going to be you telling me what's happening. Pretty much. Maybe I'll come to you at some point with <laughs> one, but realistically, it's probably you telling me, informing me of things that have happened. I'm going to tell you a mysterious, unsolved story, uh-huh. and you're going to try and give me some ideas oh, what, as to... on what you think has happened. Okay. You know, you're going to put your creative mind at work and see if, mm-hmm. see if you can solve it, since all these professionals haven't been able to okay. so far. Um so what's this? What's this week's? So this, this episode's one. Episode one. Episode one is going to be in Russia. Okay. We're, I'm not talking like Russia, the the Russia we know, the Europe side with Moscow and Saint Petersburg. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like deep Siberia in the mountains, okay. where we don't know anything about, and it's in in Asia. Okay. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the other side of it, yeah. and yeah, the other this, side is in Asia, isn't it? Yeah, and Weird. it's it's. I guess it's the at the time it's this is based in 1959, uh-huh. so it's in the northern Soviet Union, and it is based on a group of ten hikers. These are these are students, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying they're students, but they're like professional hikers like they do this like on the regular it's like those rock climber boys yeah, that are just like they don't do it for a living but they're like pros pretty much they've got like cert. it's a passion yeah it's a passion they've, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got like certs and uh-huh. it's almost like you know they, they have like they you know there's like belts in karate and like <laughs> like so they're like blue they've, got bird. Their, they've got like black belt in, in hiking <laughs> well they're they're probably like one away from a black belt uh-huh. and if they do this exhibition they get the the black belt pretty much like mm-hmm. they're they're doing this to like move okay, up. Okay, so this the, is like one of the more intense ones. Yeah, like okay. it's um it's a category it's like a category that they've been given and they need uh-huh. to complete it to gain even even more credentials and being pros basically. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's ten of Check them. Off the list. There's eight guys and then there's two girls mm-hmm. and they're they they set off in which this is kind of odd they set off in January. Which is even even I know I I never go climbing, but I I wouldn't have thought you'd go in the middle of winter. Chilly. Go go out. Well, in, is it warm? Is it cold or is it warm over there? It's minus sixteen at this oh, time. Right. So, I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so even like see with Everest when they do like climbing seasons, mm-hmm. they they even do that in June, and it's like bad weather, but. But compared to the rest of the year, it's yeah, meant it's to be not... a bit better in June. Mm-hmm. They never go out in the winter. But this, these guys are like, nah, we're too hard for this. Like, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll go in uh, We'll go in January. So they set off in uh, like something like the end of January. Mm-hmm. And they go to, uh, they take the train to this uh, this little village called uh, Vizhai. How I've remembered it is it's opposite v- to Hai Viz. Viz. <laughs> I was just like, as if that's called, is it really Viz called Vizhai? Vizhai? Yeah. And um, so this is like the last inhabited village. Mm-hmm. But after this village, it's too cold to live like regularly um, okay. above this uh, northern, more northern to this. Mm-hmm. So they, they take the train there, they stay there overnight, and then they set off the next day, February 1st, to go on this uh, climb. And it's supposed to take 12 days in total 
yeah, they'll be camping and stuff as well, like along the way. So they take food for twelve. Yeah, they, they yeah they t- they they would cook and stuff. Food. Yeah, hunt I don't know about that, food. but um, they probably yeah. So they they set off and um, now even even for them mm-hmm. the weather is a bit too bad. Like okay. so so they actually after like a day of being on this trip they get they get lost. Okay. So they they have this the full ten. Yeah, the, all of them are together. Yeah. So um. They get to this pass and they're supposed to cross this pass, mm-hmm. but um, they they can't see properly and they get they deviate and they were like, okay, do you know what? We'll just set up camp camp now mm-hmm. and we'll just carry on the next day when the weather clears okay. up. So they kept Smart. set up their camp. Um, now, like I said, they're really experienced. Yes. But uh, this is really odd. They set up their camp right underneath a mountain slope. I don't think that's uh, normal, is it? The, but if, if the weather if the weather conditions are that adverse, like you can get to a point. I've spoken to a couple of people who've literally just been doing Munros, mm-hmm. and they have been in storms where either fog, rain, snow, where they can't see like a meter in front of them. So they may not yeah. actually know where they're staying. Right. Okay. So they they yeah they probably didn't even know they were lost. No. Maybe they they were just like they right, might have known that they were lost, but because they've been walking, it's it depends how well they can probably navigate maps and stuff like yeah. that. Which you probably would think if they're experienced, they can. But what I mean is they may not have known what was above them, right? Because you can't see it or yeah. what's like just next to them or anything. Okay. Yeah. That 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 makes sense because these guys like you wouldn't expect that from them, mm-hmm. especially because now looking in hindsight, I think a, a maybe a few meters away was like a wooded area <laughs> <laughs> that like yeah. if they just walked a bit more. So it so does make sense. They probably just couldn't they see. They wouldn't have been able to. See. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So they set up camp there. Mm-hmm. As I, this is now second of February, and I said that they were supposed to be back on the twelfth of February. Twelfth mm-hmm. comes and goes. 13th comes and goes oh. gets to the 16th mm-hmm. and the families are like right what's going on mm-hmm. they start demanding the russian government to like go out and see where their their family is like where they've mm-hmm. gone what's happening so they the russian police and the army go out to the mountains to try and find these people because they're not home yet mm-hmm. and for six days helicopters all sorts People, dogs, everything, they can't find them. On the sixth day, they finally find the tent. So, it's worth knowing that um, before they all set off, the ten of them set off, Mm -hmm. one of them, after the first day, actually got a bad knee and he turned back. And he was absolutely gutted about it. Well, I wouldn't be gutted in hindsight. Well, no, because you're about to find out why he was oh. so lucky <laughs> for not going. Yeah. So it's actually nine of them. But they find the tent mm-hmm. and it's empty. It's absolutely nobody's in it apart from everybody's clothes, like winter gear, like proper winter gear, like boots, all of their shoes as well. Like it's empty apart from that. And their whole winter, sorry, their whole winter gear. All is in of their there. winter gear. So these guys are not in the tent, but all their winter gear, like you know, the stuff that you would wear outdoors. Yeah, the stuff that you would you should be wearing for, if, for skiing and stuff as you yeah. leave the tent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. None of none of their winter gear is gone. It's all in there. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a zip on the the tent, mm-hmm. but and it's a it's a functional zip, mm-hmm. but next to it, someone has cut. 
from the inside out with a knife. Mm-hmm. So instead of just unzipping the tent, they've mm-hmm. gone and cut out of it in some sort of rush or something. Um, so someone's obviously needed to get out of there immediately. So the zip's closed, but they've they've ripped a hole. Yeah, they've ripped a massive oh, hole out yeah, of it with a knife from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Like what? I already, I'm already thinking of what what. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy, the, the like the police are like, what the hell? And then they see like footprints mm-hmm. from the tent, and these are like footprints that are coming from bare feet. Mm-hmm. So. And then some of these footprints are barefoot. Yeah. Some of them have one shoe on mm-hmm. and the other is not on. And some of them just have a, have socks on. Mm-hmm. But the footprints, like, as I said, they've been cut out of the tent. They've cut themselves out of the tent okay. in a rush. Is everyone in the same tent? Yeah, they're in this massive tent. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, it's a big one. It's a massive okay. tent, but you could have just unzipped it. Yeah. But they've been in a rush that they've cut out. But the footprints are like calm. They're cat like they're walking footprints because like I think you can analyze footprints in the way that you can tell if someone was running or if they were walking. It's because your feet your feet will space differently if you're running. So right, as an right. example with me, if I walk, my footprints are fairly like you know generic. Mm. Whereas if I run, mm-hmm. if I start sprinting, my feet line up more. So right, if you see yeah. me run on a, if you see me run on a beach. My footprints are bang in line. It's just a line of footprints mm-hmm. left and right. It's because they my feet do that rather than rather than actually going side by side, they go in front of each other. That'll be it. But, that, um, yeah, that'll be yeah. maybe the type of analysis they've done. Yeah, but they I mean, they've very, walked very out of the tent. Yes. Even though they've cut out. Mm-hmm. And the, the the zip works, by the way. Like they've is, they've, they've anyway. <laughs> this is putting a this is these are they're putting a spanner on your thought yeah, process, well, aren't they? Works, yeah. So anyway, they um they now they have to follow these footprints for some time, and mm-hmm. then the footprints disappear mm-hmm. because so slows snows laid down, mm-hmm. and then they go pretty far out. I'm not sure how exactly how far out, but pretty far out, they find find people. Oh, so, yeah, they find people. Dead people. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the punchline. Yeah. So they find five of the hikers who are completely naked mm-hmm. in the snow. They've just got their socks on. Yeah. Now, I think this could be because of this uh, thing called paradoxal undressing that you get when you get hypothermia and um, where your your nerves become paralyzed. Oh, I was thinking more sinister than that. I oh, were you? That, you know, that thing where people take the clothes of dead people as they're walking, as they're hiking. Oh, right. Because okay. If they're really cold, but there's a dead person with a massive jacket on, it's like, oh, well, I'll just have that to keep well, warm. Well, we'll get onto that. Okay. Because it could be, it could be okay. that, or it could be this paradoxal undressing, yeah. where like your nerves give you the wrong signals. They make you think you're actually really hot when you're actually dying of the cold. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then you start undressing, but only it only happens in like twenty five percent of cases of mm-hmm. hypothermia. There was Unlikely to, how many people were how many people were found like that? Uh, Did it say? Five. Five of them. So fifty percent. So fifty percent of the troop were were got this, this thing. Yeah, they were they were naked. So that's slightly unlikely. There was four that. others found. Yeah. Um, but these guys had clothes on, mm-hmm. but they had other people's clothes on. Mm-hmm. So you could be right in the way that they've taken someone else's clothes. But why did they not have clothes in the first place? That they had to take someone else's clothes. Like they were the, the clothes they were wearing didn't belong to them. It was someone else's. There, they weren't like 
out from the outside they were different people's clothes but it turns out they were like layered on top of their own clothes no no but it was they were they were naked like they had like i'm saying snow gear was yeah, in yeah. the tent so t-shirts oh f- bloody hell yeah you're these you're are right, t-shirts yeah. like or like pajamas or something oh, the, um the plot thing yeah, i know <laughs> but it's not his he's wearing yeah. a, he's wearing a t-shirt that someone else mm-hmm. is so he's either taking it from a dead body mm-hmm. but then it makes you think why was he naked and didn't have a t-shirt in the first place because he left in a rush, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how they were found um, clothes-wise. Mm-hmm. Then there's two of the guys, mm-hmm. Yuri D and Yuri K. I've done that because I don't know how to pronounce their last names. Nice. And um, these guys were found, right, mm-hmm. with their hands destroyed in absolute bits like chalk like actually almost like stumps blood everywhere and then there's trees nearby and there's human flesh in the barks of the trees and there's heaps of branches that have like been broken off like rabbit rapidly and so Mm -hmm. the, the thought is that they tried to climb up this tree or these trees in a kind of panic way from something and they're like all their fresh is like embedded in the bark Um, and then there's the next guy Mm -hmm. this is Igor Dyatlov Igor so obviously this this is the this case is called the Dyatlov Pass because they were supposed to go go through a pass uh-huh. And Dyatlov was actually the leader of the group. Oh, he took so, the wrong way, didn't he? The, uh, <laughs> he organized this whole thing. Yeah. Everybody knew him, but they didn't know each other. But he like oh. he organized the thing, basically put the group together for this exhibition. So it's really yeah. all um, his fault. No, it's not. <laughs> but this is what it's named at. His yeah. name, it's named after him. So um, he was found. He was found with the least amount of injuries from everyone else. Mm-hmm. He had like a few scratches. He was found on his back okay. with his, his his arms crossed on his chest like mm-hmm. this. Like kind of like how you would you would be in like some sort of open casket or something that's, type of thing. That's also how I sleep. Oh, is it right? <laughs> a lot of the time. Uh, what on your chest? Like your arms crossed? On my back. Okay. On my back, like all like like well, last night was enough, my the duvet was here. Mm-hmm. People listening, I'm just pointing at my chest. <laughs> but and then my arms are over the duvet, and I'm like that. You do you sleep like that? So oh that my sometimes, God. but then it, like so it'll end up like this, like <laughs> straightening the arms, and I'll be lying on my back, and I'll wake up, and I'll be like, Oh wow, you know, starfish cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you grind your teeth to hell. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he was. Uh, yeah, that's how he was found. Then there was another boy called Rostam. He was found with his skull fractured. He had a mm-hmm. six-inch fracture in his skull. Like mm-hmm. someone had bashed him onto mm-hmm. the floor. And he also was, he also actually, even though he had this major injury, he was mm-hmm. determined to have died from hypothermia in the end. So he got... He was determined to have died from hypothermia, he, even though he had a, an injury in his head. So let's break this down quickly. You've got a tent. You've got the footsteps. To how many dead bodies? There's nine dead bodies. Nine dead bodies. How many have clothes? Five. No, four. Four, sorry. Four. Four have clothes. Uh-huh. Five, none. Uh-huh. And then... 
somewhere else there's trees. There's trees. There's trees nearby the two that have like stumps for hands. Oh, so how many, which ones have stumps? So two. There's two have like, they've messed up their hands from trying to climb. Oh, so, um. Right, two times hand buggered. Um, <laughs> and then next to it, there's a tree. Next to them, there's trees. Which is like scratched up. Yeah. It's just for memory. Um, and then Igor. So Igor has is just on his back with his arms on his is chest. Is he one of the nine people? Oh, they're all there. Sorry. Yeah, they're mm. all, well, yeah, yes. the guy with the yeah. So he's on his back. But like worth noting that yeah. Um. So there's there is one two one two three four five of them were found there and then, mm-hmm. and then there is the other four. It took two months to find the, the other four. In the same area. In the same area, yeah. Like they were just further, further away, or like you, hidden so, and stuff. They couldn't find the other four. So is this a mix, like of a? Do you know if it's like a the five with no clothes on were found first? No, I don't know they, which ones had clothes, was, which ones. Yeah, okay. yeah, but the first, the first five that I I speak about are mm-hmm. the first that were found. That's uh, you would assume are the people with no clothes. Yeah. That would die first. Yeah. In so okay. So this this guy, I was as I was saying, got this massive fracture yeah igor he, uh, rostam rostam igor is the one with his with his just minor scratches and that's it he's obviously just died from hypothermia or yeah. something um on his back yeah okay and then rostam is the one who uh who has the massive skull fracture that that you would think had killed him but he actually after receiving that mm-hmm. was still alive and he died from the cold no idea. No, it's that's probably the worst worst way yeah. to die. And then there was the there was the one of the females, uh, Zanadia. Mm-hmm. She she also they think has died from hypothermia, but mm-hmm. she also had stumps for hands as well. So is that yeah? There's three of them, mm-hmm. but she was found further away than the other two, the other two boys. Yeah. So, but she had like awful hand situation going mm-hmm. on. And then two months later, they managed to find the other four. They find this guy called Nikolai. This mm-hmm. guy was actually well-dressed. Okay. Like, he was not in the way, like, for winter gear, but he had, like, a shirt on and stuff. Like, it was, like, a well-dressed guy. He had his skull bashed in. He had a really bad, like, um, co- heavy contact injuries where he had his skull bashed in. Mm-hmm. He had a broken jaw. He had like, like he had fractures in his arms and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And then there was these two guys they found, Alexander and Samyan. Okay. Right? So these two had probably the worst. They had both their eyeballs missing. Uh, they had like a really, really deep wound in their skull. Um, and something had compressed their chest so much that their their ribs had split apart. Uh, it's so uh, weird because these these people are all in the same area, but they have such different injuries. Um, um and then so these two, and then there there was the last girl found. Mm-hmm. Her name is Limia. Okay. And she was found with all of the soft tissue missing from her face. 
Like, so, like, see your your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, like, skin. Yeah, yeah. All of it missing. She had her nose missing. Oh. And her face was, like... Also, her eyes were missing as well. Mm-hmm. But her face was frozen in a screaming formation. So, like, her mouth was, like, in a scream... Like, mm. stuck in a scream mode. Mm. And listen to this... Her tongue was missing. Someone had removed or something had removed her tongue. And her... Okay. Like, so this is the last girl that was found. Yeah. And it's worth saying, like, I was talking to you about this before the... Um, before the, the we started this mm-hmm. podcast. But um, there is a condition where when you die, your your blood rushes to a certain location in your body that mm-hmm. you're lying on. Yeah, yeah. So if you're l- lying on your back, mm-hmm. all of your blood rushes to your back. Yeah. Right? So these people had that condition, mm-hmm. something to do maybe with hypothermia or something. Yeah. But so the the for example, the brush the blood has rushed to their back. This is where they've died, mm-hmm. but they were found on their side. So something's moved them. Or someone has moved them mm-hmm. after death because the blood is indicating that they were not lying in that same position that they were found yeah. when they died. Okay. So that's something else to uh, note. Mm-hmm. So as I said earlier, um, in the tent, everything was in the tent, right? Yes. However, one of the guys, Simeon, he mm-hmm. had a camera. Oh, oh my gosh, like Blair Witch. (laughs) That he he took with him. What do you mean? Wait, So so the the camera wasn't in the tent. That was the only item that wasn't in the tent. So So are you telling me there's video footage? There is no video footage. This is the 1950s. Oh, shit. Oh, what? It's like one of them cameras. (laughs) It's one of them. Like, so... Hang on, I'm going to Google camera from the 1950s. Just so I know what we're dealing with. Okay. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. So this guy. It's not helping at all. So the fact that they cut out the tent, left all their winter gear, but this guy is like, no, I need to take my camera. Mm. He had a reason. Did he have it with him? So I'm going to tell you where the camera was oh, okay. found. So yeah. he, he takes the camera of all things. Mm-hmm. So they find this camera, but it's actually, they, they, they find it in, um, on a like a on a tripod, so he's had time to put it on a tripod on a, and and it's like the the cap the lens cap is off right and mm-hmm. it's set up on a tripod and the tripod is actually facing upwards so the camera is set up pointing upwards towards the mountains so I'm thinking mm-hmm. has he when they've all ro- re- left the tent in a rush. Has he taken that camera and had the time to set this whole thing up? Or had they had suspicious activity the day before and he set it up the day before or the night before and um, ready for something and he's pointed it towards whatever they thought they saw towards the mountains? So the only reason I would say it was it wasn't the second one is because it's the 1950s and the right. camera can't the camera can't there's no automat automation on it it can't record anything right it's right. literally it'll take a right a quick photo so these so, guys have left the tent in a rush 
provide, although they've walked out <laughs> with no winter gear, and he's gone and set up his camera on the tripod ready for something. Mm -hmm. So they go through this camera, and it's all just photos of the group, you know, up until, you know, nice fun photos mm -hmm. until the very last image. Oh, God. It's an image called the 33rd frame. Mm -hmm. And it's really just the worst quality thing ever. Mm -hmm. It is a dark black background with just light orbs at the front. I've I've got. Oh God, it's aliens, isn't it? Mm, if you believe it's in aliens, it, aliens have done this. Well, so this is this is the photo. So I mean, I'm describing this photo for anyone who's listening. It's it's literally a blur. It's like when you see light spots on a normal photograph or like a blurry bit, it's it's literally a central light spot and then light spots in the top left, the rest is black. Yeah. It's it's literally yeah, it's it's just like a it's light. A very, very it's like it's like you really horrifically if you had like a door a door frame. Mm-hmm. If you had a door frame and the top left of it there was a crack and there was light coming through it mm -hmm. and then you horrifically unfocused it. That's what it would look like. It's like he, he's trying to take a photo of a, a like a bright light that's gone unfocused. Uh, yes, potentially. Mm. The reason okay. I say this is because there's snow there. All right, okay. So reflection, ref refraction oh, and reflection true, can, true. can do. But this photo would have been taken at night, I think. At night time. How do so, we know? Because a black background. Yeah, but if it's... Um, it's actually good. Yeah, that's a fair point. And the rest of the photos on this camera are, mm. are pretty good, you know? They're, yeah. You know, it's not like it's a bad camera. So do we know the weather the whole time through this or not? Uh, no, I, I don't know the whole time. There's, they say that actually for that time yeah. of the year, the weather was good. Apart from like the, the few days that they got the stuck. Yeah. yeah. But like in general, it was actually good yeah. compared to other years. Um so that's that's the camera. Mm -hmm. And then another weird thing was that when they analyzed all the clothes of the hikers, mm -hmm. they were all radioactive. Even the campsite was radioactive. And so people are like, okay. Maybe the area of the mountains is like a naturally radioactive, yeah. um, you know, like made of radioactive rock. But that was all tested and proven that no, that area is not radioactive at all. Mm -hmm. But the hikers' belongings were all radioactive. Mm -hmm. Even at the funerals of the hikers, they had like a weird glow to their skin, like an orange radioactive glow. Right. This is the time of like open caskets and stuff. Yeah. So like the families were like, nah, they the the skin glowed weirdly, and um their their hair was gray, even though none of them had gray hair yet. Mm -hmm. Their hair had gone gray. Now, I don't know if this is something to do with like the time. 1950s was there some sort of cold war or was yeah. there some sort of testing going on? But also. But wouldn't how, the land be radioactive as no, well? No, but how, how accurate is the testing gear? Well, it's accurate enough to say that the clothes are radioactive. So wouldn't it be accurate enough to say that the land isn't 
Yeah, but what I mean is, is it is it almost like a false radioactive for the clothes? Is it is well, there some other reason? Like obviously, how does there's that some explain their skin glowing all weird. Well, then that that's again you go back to people in the times just not used to seeing someone that's like been frozen for however long and stuff. I mean, it like it might be if they're radioactive. I just don't think then, a, even someone who's been frozen mm-hmm. would give off an orange glow. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I'm not It's hard because it because it's the 50s, it's like and we're so used to certain things now mm-hmm. versus them not being used to certain things like what like like did someone give them like mad makeup? Did someone tango someone? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, did someone maybe give them, <laughs> someone give them a bit of a, too much of the old is it blusher? Uh, blusher. Blusher. <laughs> Well, turn them true. orange. Turn them orange, and then you're like. Well, maybe maybe orange. they have um, maybe they have like certain protocols that they follow with open caskets. I don't know that they they. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, it is worth noting some of them are missing eyes and stuff. So like, is there any point in trying to glam them up? You know, like, yeah. Yes, that's a good, very good point actually. But then, how do they know they're glowing orange if they're not? Skin like on the bot their body like. So, but with the open, so they're are they opening just parts of the casket where there's like still a body? I I don't act no. So it's an open open casket though. So it'll be. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be like glass the whole way down? The I mean, open it's just casket, exposed you, open skin. casket just usually exposed... is your is your your bottom half is closed and then it's like the the casket opens in two halves. So the bottom half is closed and the yeah. top half is open, so you can see the face. Whereas. Unless it was reconstructed or something, I don't know. Well, like, you can still see the neck, couldn't you? Like, your neck, the neck's probably Mm -hmm. glowing orange if there's no, you know, soft flesh on the face. I don't know. It's just, like, it was something that was told, said by the families. Mm -hmm. And they're probably the, the, the most genuine people who want everything solved. Yeah. So, I would believe them, um... Compared to like, oh yeah, say they're, they're... I would agree that they've seen something. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering what caused it. Yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the radioactive part. Mm-hmm. Then there was another set of hikers on like the other side of the the range or something like that, and they they reported these other hikers. They they claimed to have seen um like orange orbs glowing in the sky on that night. That the 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 guy the hikers uh, were were kind of like missing or this has mm-hmm. happened, and um they saw these they said that they saw these glowing orbs on the sky and then something else that was noted is that the the trees around that area now now remember this is like Siberia so it's cold but yeah. the tops of them were singed and burned the, the tops of the, the trees. Yeah. In a cold minus sixteen Celsius mm-hmm. environment, the tops of the trees were singed and they were burned. So was it something to do with these orange orbs? Yeah. Like glowing orbs? Or I mean, I just isn't this pointing to some sort mm-hmm. of alien? <laughs> like, that's like all the weird stuff mm-hmm. that they found pretty yeah. much. I did want to tell you about one theory mm-hmm. from some guy called mm-hmm. Donnie Icker. Okay. Who, um, <laughs> he had said that, so he thought that there was some, he has this infrasound theory 
which is basically he put forward the idea that the wind going around these mountains mm-hmm. were was kind of was so intense that it created a vortex and this vortex caused a, an infrared sound at a certain specific frequency mm-hmm. that drives humans crazy. Okay. You know how like dogs react to yeah, sounds yeah. and they go crazy yeah, and start barking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his theory is that this happened in like the perfect storm, literally, yeah. where it did it to humans. Okay. At a certain, is it is it hurts? Yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah. At a certain hurts that these guys just caused a panic in them. And they went nuts and they tried to climb trees and try to eat each other. <laughs> God. Okay, so my... Is that... That's it, yeah. So my theory... I have multiple, obviously. Okay. First one is fairly similar to this. In the, the only difference is that it's not the Hertz thing. Hypothermia can also send you crazy. Mm. So I watched a film recently that talked about how... If you become cold enough, you become you start to hallucinate and you can become delusional. Mm-hmm. So one of my things is okay, someone has become delusional because the likelihood of everyone becoming delusional at the same time is pretty unlikely. Or some and someone's essentially kicked off in the tent and they're just like, "Get me out of this tent now!" And then did did you say Igor Igor had been beaten up as well? Igor had um, like he had injuries. Uh-huh. That were pretty intense for like me and you level. So who's not got injuries? Ig- Igor has injuries. Everybody has injuries, okay. but Igor's were less intense than mm, everybody else's. else's. So yeah. okay, so my so my the- my initial th- my first theory, Igor goes off on one, right? Mm-hmm. The storm is really bad. Everyone just fucking like half the people are. <sighs> Like they're they're in yeah it's weird they just put on they must just bung on they just bung on I'm right I'm I'm going off my head off the top <laughs> of my head right now they just bung right say they he goes nuts in the tent they all just bung on clothes to just get out of the tent that's why they're panicking they're like get me out of this tent okay because he's going nuts he's trying to kill people or he's trying to do whatever get out of the tent start running you know. But they don't run. Some of them... Okay, yeah, good point. Okay, let's just say they run, but they run in a pattern where the walking oh, yeah. is... You should be thingy. in, like, the H- FBI. Yeah. <laughs> right, so they get to the... They, they they start dropping, you know, like, they're fighting. They're, mm. like... And then he's, like, beating the shit out of people. And it's freezing, so, like, l- likelihood is that people will go down quite easily mm-hmm. or he'll be able to take on these people quite easily because he's off his nut. Um, the, the, and then two of them that are, I don't know, shitting them. Like there's still a lot, two people, like I'm saying someone's still alive and they're panicking and they're like, fuck. And they've got a flare with them. Mm-hmm. So they shoot the flare up in the sky, oh. which would explain the glowing orb. And it would also explain the singeing of the top of the trees. Oh. Because it's magnesium, which burns anyway. That's interesting, because they must have these survival panic That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So they've shot this flare up in, like, last-ditch attempt before, like, 
Igor comes and beats him in the head. I'm blaming <laughs> I'm blaming this all on Igor, and I have no clue. I'm just using him <laughs> because he's got the least amount of injuries. He's also got the easiest name. And the scratching it, the scratching at trees actually makes sense. I bet you the scratching at trees, the people who scratch at trees are the people that no longer have fingers, because if it's that cold mm-hmm. and you're outside with little to no clothes on, the first thing you're losing are your fingers mm-hmm. from frostbite. So as soon as you put pressure on something, enough pressure on it, they'll just snap off. So do you think they were trying to get away from Igor yes, by I think climbing they were up climb. the trees? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, it, it, well, it does Igor, ex- no, maybe, <laughs> potentially not Igor, but, but I think they were trying to get away from someone and they were trying to climb a tree. But the amount of pressure that you have to put on your fingers in order to move, to move your body upwards, they would just pop off. Mm-hmm. is my assumption radioactivity i don't know is that maybe from the magnesium from the flare but if it's from everyone it wouldn't make sense um i've also written down drugs are people taking drugs mm-hmm. and then they've just gone absolutely on one like just gone mm-hmm. nuts some of them um oh yeah eyeballs missing and tongue missing so that's the that's the stat like the the initial parts that birds go for. Oh, so this is the eat. elements coming into so play. So the elements have killed them, and then the nature has just oh, come nature, and taken sorry, the yeah. taken the the. That makes sense. The the eyes and the tongue. Um, and the, the nose. Camera on the tripods kind of stumped me, because is it the tripod set up still? That yeah, they found it set up, lens off. Yeah, but as in, like, it's off. it's standing up. Yeah. But that's So that makes me think that there's no, like, wind. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird, like... And it's facing upwards as well. So they're ready for something. It's almost like they were ready for something, to shoot something or mm-hmm. something, you know? That is weird, yeah. So again, it could be an animal. Or they're facing upwards to take, like... Right, okay, theory number two is that they're shooting, they're pointing upwards to take a picture of the big bloody alien spaceship that's above their head. <laughs> Are aliens real? They're more likely than not. Well, this is the thing, because... The 50s. Well, so the Russian government have closed this case. Mm-hmm. It's, it is unsolved in my eyes and in most of most people's eyes, but mm-hmm. they're like, no, this is solved, and this was an avalanche. Yeah. Now, avalanche... Would have buried them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they had, like, a light layer of snow on them when they were found. There's no way this was an avalanche. Even the campsite would not... Would have been absolutely... There'd be almost a layer of ice around them as well. Mm -hmm. But them being moved up... To be honest, like, the conspiracy theorists in me and... I do love a conspiracy... Like, a, a conspiracy is that it was aliens. So do you think aliens came they didn't want to be seen so they killed everyone because they didn't want to be seen or these orbs are the aliens no no i I still like from what the orbs going up and then the trees being singed sounds very much like a flare Mm -hmm. but if like that that photo could could be a photo of the flare maybe the, the photo on no, the camera. No, the photo on the camera would be the photo on the camera is more likely them trying to take a picture of an alien spaceship and it being too dark. So are you going with the alien? My well, it, for me, it, <laughs> it makes, was alien. It makes the most sense. The camera's pointing at them. They walk outside. Imagine half people are dressed, half people aren't. Right. I'm going a bit sideways here, right? But 
What if, right, start from the beginning. They're all in the tent. Let's just say that there's some funny business going down in the tent, right? Let's just say... What, is this let's Igor just, again? <laughs> let's just say, no, the whole of them. There's some funny business going okay, down in the tent. Okay, I know where you're going. Okay. Yeah. And then... Is that why no one had anything on? This, yes. Okay. And then something happens and it spooks them and they're like, shit. And they try to unzip the tent. For some reason, they can't unzip the tent because... You know, that I've been in situations where I can, like, it's really hard to reach the zipper if mm. it's, like, accidentally flipped outside. Sometimes jams as well. Even when you try yeah. to zip up your jacket, it just yeah. doesn't work. And you're, in actual fact, at this point, the weather is fine. You cut through, you're like, fuck it, like, this sounds mad, like, there's, like, lights flashing, whatever. Cut through, and you go out, and you look, and you're like, oh, shit thingy take the tripod like this is like this is like wild if it's actually an alien you wouldn't like stop to be like let me put some clothes on Mm -hmm. or maybe some people did and that's why they just put on this whatever clothes they could find that would explain them walking out rather than running Mm -hmm. put down the tripod aim it up take the picture and then the aliens say i don't like that Mm. we don't need to be we don't want to be known about so they pop down and then they have, you know, they they, they just start fucking fucking people up. But they could do it really slowly to the point where, you know, these guys are out naked, and if they're in the snow long enough and they're trying to like climb up trees or something, or they could even be using the trees to try and prop themselves up, and then the force just like snaps their fingers off, mm. and they does, drag themselves through. I mean, we don't know how aliens kill people because it's such a weird way. It's well, like we don't know if aliens exist. Well, if but, we if they yeah, do, like yeah. the fact that. Two of them had a really high pressure applied to their chest, and that's how they, they their ribs mm-hmm. snap. Like, how does that happen? Well, if you think about it again, who does that? Imagine someone. Imagine something dropping out of this, dropping out from essentially the um, the atmosphere. Imagine something dropping from the atmosphere or from the sky mm-hmm. and landing directly on your chest. But wouldn't they have found that something as well? Well, no, because if it's if it's someone that drops out and lands on your oh, chest, so, you, so an alien then, fell on him, uh, jumped on him, hits him in the chest, <laughs> splits him, and then just carries on. But yeah, you're right. It it is weird. I yeah, to be able to like for, with that much force to split mm. something. But yeah, I my. They are my two theories. I, I think it's the camera tripod's a bit of a spanner in the works and the walking, what seems like walking. Whether it is walking, I don't know. But and if the fact it is walking, that they were moved after death as well. Yeah, I, when I, there's I, no yeah, wind, I squared that. There's a, there's a tripod standing, mm. there's light snow, so it's not like there's an avalanche anywhere. Mm. They've been moved. Um, that's strange. Unless then, maybe it's an animal that's coming you know, tried to eat the flesh mm-hmm. and then move them. But then I'm like, what kind of, like an, a bear could do that, but there's mm-hmm. no bear, you know, like footprints. That, that, but then that, the moving thing goes back to either someone being like crazy from hypothermia or whatever it is, um, or drugs, and they're just moving them mm-hmm. to like, for the sake of moving them or aliens, or, or you're right, animals could have, Birds can move them. move them, but or... you would think that no birds wouldn't be able to move them. But like a, a bear, as an example, a bear would be able to move them. Uh, I mean, whether but a bear would have 
ate the whole thing. I don't he? think not necessarily. Just, not just like bits and pieces of soft mm. flesh, like a bird. Well, would. let's Google it. But then I would have thought that they would a bird would have left a lot more evidence, like his footprints or. You know, like, just more, like, maybe you would have actually taken a hand mm. or something. That's a very good point. You would have thought there would have been more chunks taken out of them. Yeah, because yeah. a bear's... Bears do eat humans. Um, well, yeah. And he's they're not so precise to eat just soft flesh, I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, I remember the, sh- the, the... What was it? The podcast we listened to with that chimp that went nuts. Yes. And yeah, he went fair. for the yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe... No, you're right. Okay, so... To summarise... We have decided, I have decided, <laughs> that there's the option of drugs or hypothermia turning someone insane and f- just going to town on everyone, or it's an alien invasion. There. That's I my like two, that's my, that's my two cents, and that is my summary <laughs> to finalise this first episode. I, I would give that a good five stars yeah. on your on that effort. Yes. Yeah. See my my workings here. If anything's gonna make you I believe in remember. aliens, is yeah. this one? Yeah, it does. It's the issue is the nineteen fifties because so much stuff. Like if you gave someone a phone, a mobile phone from now in the nineteen fifties, they would be like, "This is witchcraft." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is a bit iffy but from everything it's like the combination like the two things that stand out for me most are the camera on the tripod and the the walking footsteps Mm -hmm. because they're bits that i'm like i can't really explain Mm. i mean i tried to but you know yeah they're the the two part that just like contradicts all your theories yeah actually well they don't contradict the alien one they help it but (laughs) cutting themselves out not ideal but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well, that's why it's a mystery. That's why it's a mystery. And on that confusing note, <laughs> um, we will end it there. And yep. we will say goodbye. And we will say thank you for listening. Thank you. And we will say we will see you for the next mystery. Don't tell us what it is. No, or, I won't. But uh, it's in the works just now, anyway. Good. But yeah, let us know what you think of this new part to the the new network. If <laughs> yeah, you enjoy network. it, yeah, um, we'd love your feedback. We'd love your theories. Yes, on... let us know what you think. Apparently, there's seventy two official theories on this case. Official. Yeah, so let us know in the the comments mm-hmm. what what you think really happened, and whether you think you can solve this uh, <laughs> this uh, mystery that's been. What are you been... calling it? It's the Dyatlov Pass mystery. The mystery of the Dyatlov Pass. Yeah, so the pass that they tried to cross and Dyatlov who mm-hmm. led them the way. Well, or, or you think has, uh, mm, has caused this whole scene. He led them to their death. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yep, thank you for listening. Yes, we'll... thank you for listening. Subscribe, yep. like, share, and we will see you next time.